You're listening to Rhema for Today. There are no apostles in the same class or sense that Paul was. But there is that ministry today in a lower class or a lower sense because God's still sending people as messengers to do special jobs. Amen. Did you hear me? Hallelujah. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Taking Your Place, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. That's the thing. The only thing that differentiates the apostle from any other ministry gift is that they're sent for a special purpose. They don't have a special place that you reverence and honor and magnify them above others. Are you listening to me now? They don't have any special authority that other ministers don't have. Thank God the whole body of Christ can have an apostolic ministry. Did you hear me? Amen. And so those 12, read the first chapter of Acts. Peter said, talking about the fall of Judas, and that we must, and he quoted scripture, you see, that predicted his fall and so on and so forth. We must select one from among us, our company, who's been with us from the time of Jesus' baptism by John in Jordan. Went in and out among us all of these about three and a half years of ministry. Three, about three and a third, or maybe a half. You see, they were sent as eyewitnesses of the ministry of Jesus from the time he's baptized by John in Jordan and the Holy Ghost descended upon him in a bodily shape, form as a dove and lit upon him and God spread from, spoke from heaven a voice from heaven and said, this is my beloved son whom I'm well pleased. And an eyewitness of his resurrection. That's what they were sent for. They're preachers and teachers all right, but they were sent as messengers, eyewitnesses. Well, Paul himself is not an apostle in the same sense that the 12 were. He is not an apostle of the Lamb. There's only 12 apostles of the Lamb. Book of Revelation said there's only 12 apostles of the Lamb. Their names are written in the foundation of that city. But then there's another class of apostles. Paul and Barnabas is among them. And if you read the letters that Paul wrote, for instance, in writing to one of the churches, he begins by saying, I... And then he mentions Barnabas and sometimes Silas was with him. And then one time he even mentions Timothy and he calls him an apostle. Because he mentions the three of them and then says, we apostles. Because you see, they were messengers. They were special sent ones. He was sent especially to the Gentiles. Both the letters that he wrote to Timothy. The first one he said, I am appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles. In the second letter, only difference he says, I am ordained a preacher. Every one of these are preachers first. Amen. Then I'm an apostle and then I'm a teacher to the Gentiles. That's who he's sent to. There are no apostles in the same class or sense that Paul was. But there is that ministry today 
in a lower class and a lower sense because God's still sending people as messengers to do special jobs. Amen. Did you hear me? Hallelujah. Well, Jesus stood in that office, so he had that anointing that goes with that office. Then he stood in the office of the prophet. And again, here folks have built up many times many false ideas concerning who is a prophet and what is a prophet. When if they'd just simply stay with the word of God, they'd be fine and do good. And, and, and many would leave the impression that we have not had these ministries and they've got to be restored. Tommy Rod, we've had them all the time. You tell me those dear people that's called of God and sent as missionaries through the years have not been apostles? Amen? You tell me those today that are sent by the Holy Ghost to certain people and cities and villages and countries to do a work for God and those that are sent with a special message of God, not something that they dreamed up. To edify the church are not apostles, certainly they are. We may not call them that, but that's what they are. And after all, you don't have to name them that for them to be that. And after all, it's in power, not in name. Amen. And then secondly, you see, the prophet is one who speaks by inspiration. Many of our evangelists are really prophets. See, that's one part of the prophet's office. Some people think that a prophet ought to be going around handing out special messages. He very seldom ever should do that. Amen. These folks running around, I've got a word from God from you. 999 times out of a thousand, they're false prophets. And 999 times out of a thousand, if I was you, I wouldn't pay any attention to it. I left my last church I pastored 1949 in East Texas, 1949 in East Texas, and went out on the field, what we call field ministry. And from 1949 through 1962, for 13 years, I was in churches, full gospel, assembly of God, Foursquare. Dr. Hicks's Foursquare used to be till he retired was general field supervisor of the entire movement of the Foursquare movement. And then Church of God, other Pentecostal areas. Did you know that I never did go to one single meeting, but what somebody stood up in the crowd, because these are the days of the voice of healing, I was in the voice of healing, they were tents everywhere. And somebody would get up in the crowd, at least two or three in every meeting, and prophesy that I should get a tent. And where three of them or one of them stood up in the crowd and said that, others came to me. The Lord told them to tell me to get a tent. I ain't never got no tents yet. <laughs> because I'd already heard from God. I'd already heard from God. When I left my last church, the Lord said to me, stay in the churches. Stay in the churches. Well, I just stayed in the churches for 13 years. And then in January of 1963, the Lord said to me, get out of the churches. No, he said, I'm not opposed to the church. And when I tell you, you go. But if I don't tell you, don't you go. 
he's talking about meetings now. He's not talking about one service or go dedicate a church or something like that. He said, if you do go to a church, don't go hold a church meeting. Use their building and put on your own meeting. Call it all faiths crusade. Invite everybody to come. Well, you know, when he said that to me the year before, I'd been in a certain church, never did fill the thing up. Just holding a meeting for them. And the very next year, when I say the next year, longer than 12 months, but next calendar year, you see, I went back because they wanted me to come back and I said, now here's what God dealt with me about. And I come and put on my own meeting, just use your facilities, we'll pay you for them. Fill the thing up and run it over every night. You didn't put a tag on it, you see. Just invite everybody to come. Thank God God's interested in everybody. He's not just interested in me and my little bunch. Amen. Are you listening to me? Now, let's get down to this. Let's just skip over some of this get down to some things the Lord wants to share with us. When it comes to the healing ministry, let's get down to the healing ministry of Jesus. We see him ministering healing in a number of ways. Now notice this, that the body of Christ today is the church. And Jesus now has become the head. And Jesus is continuing to do in the Acts of the Apostles, you see him continuing to do and to teach the same thing that he began to do and teach as recorded in the four Gospels. He's doing it through his body, the church. Hallelujah. You don't go very far into the Acts of the Apostles until you see Peter and John going into the gate called Beautiful. And there sits a man there that's crippled. He's asking alms or begging alms. And Peter said, with John, fasten your... Look on us. Fast your eyes on us. Or look on us. Well, he's not bragging on himself. I'm not talking about look on us who we are. He's talking about look to us because we've got something for you. And so the Bible says the man looked upon them expecting. And that's exactly why he said what he said to him is to get him to expect to receive something. Expecting to receive something of them. And he immediately said, Peter immediately said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name, hallelujah, of the Lord Jesus Christ, arise and walk. But he took him by the hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he went into the temple leaping and walking and praising God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the two-CD series from Kenneth W. Hagan, Our Rights in Christ. Also in this package is Lynette Hagan's book, Seed Thought Devotional. 
Lastly, Kenneth E. Hagen's book entitled, Five Hindrances to Growth in Grace. All this for the special radio price of $25. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. May the 7th, we are going to beginning another Living Faith Conference. And this is our last conferences until August. Yeah. And we've been having some awesome, oh, awesome, awesome conferences. conferences yes. So we're going to be in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Uh, that is May 7th through the 9th at Joy Christian Center. Uh, Pastors Brian and Shelly Gilbar. So you can register at rhema.org slash LFC. And it's free. And it's free. It's free. And yeah. you don't have to register. But you can just come. You can just That's come. Right. We, 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 <laughs> and then we're going to move over to Dickinson, North Dakota, May 10 through 12, Wednesday That's through right. Friday, Breakforth Bible Church, yes. Pastors Larry and Sally Phelan. And so, hey, if you know somebody in that part of the country, or you just want to come yourself. Yes. We have a lot of people that have been coming in. They, they read about it or hear about the conference yes. and they drive in. In fact, we had some people come from another state. Yes, from in our last conference. In our last mm-hmm. conferences. So we want to invite you to come and be with us. All the information at rhema.org slash LFC. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth e. Hagen's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.